I want I, I do want to touch on some of the games from um this past week. I mean, starting with um who did we play before the magic? Did we we won that, right? We won a game before we played the magic. Who did we play? I think we already talked about that, did we? Yeah, we talked about that. We t- okay. we we are we are two and one. Well, I'm sorry, one and two since we left. Since- we let no, 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 no. We played a game uh, the day we recorded. The day we recorded, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was that night, I should say. We oh, Pacers, Pacers, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah when we, yeah. Well, I mean, no, we this we, we recorded the day after because I was hungover. And uh, oh, okay, yes, I remember now. Yeah, so we played the Magic. The Magic was the first game since then, and um, I mean. There is not much to me. That game was what all the complaining about role players not hitting shots. That was definitely the game. <laughs> that that was you know true. Um, Luke, because Luca turned into something I had not seen, and I wish we, I really really wish we pulled out the victory because that would have been a classic Luca game. Like just hey, I'm not losing this game and brought yeah. him all the way back. You know type shit. He was making plays on not just the offensive end. But he was actually making defensive plays. He was he was doing everything. He was doing everything. Um, so that game was definitely like they were after he was, you know, being Superman, they were doubling him, blitzing him. And it was, it was really up to the role players hitting shots in that situation. Because they were getting butt naked ass wide open. Yeah. It was a wide open look. And I'm, I could talk about Maxi and all these guys being bricks, but you know, it is what it is. They're, they've been bricks. I don't mean yes. to cut you off, but we yes. shot we shot like forty three percent from three in that game. They just yeah, they just when, couldn't. They didn't hit them matter, in the yeah. clutch. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. But the OKC game, and I will say, I won't harp too much on it. Like I had every intention of you know ripping Luca a new one on the pod, but I won't harp too much on it because he did bounce back in Philly, and that's you know sign of greatness. If you have a tough one, you bounce back you know well and he did that but it must be stated it must be stated how poor of a game that was i don't care what the stats said 40 was it 40 10 and 6 i don't give a damn i don't give a damn it was one of his worst games just watching people said saying oh well for the offensive load we should have won that game you know role players and headshots no 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 no, no. We, we can't we can't reduce the that was true for the magic game where role players weren't hitting shots and you know they got let down that was true for that game not for okc for off off rip luca decided he wasn't going to defend he was not defending he was on the refs all night that was probably one of the worst games i've seen he was on the refs all night and yeah they were missing calls but it took him out the game it took you could tell from the team just like they go as he goes this is true they go as he goes and when he's in the rough steer not showing any type of effort it rubs off on the team they weren't defending anything he and not just that like they could talk about people have been talking about his great offensive game i don't even think it was a great offensive game because how he was playing i didn't like i didn't like it one bit brunson oh. got frozen out the offense and that that was you could say I, I put part of that on kid too, because as the coach, you have to, you know, keep your players involved as well. And he should have called more sets for Brunson. However, Luca was not passing to Brunson in that game, though. He was not passing, to, especially the second half. He was trying to go into hero ball, trying to do all that. He was frustrated at the calls. He was making stupid, he was doing, making stupid fouls, making stupid plays because he was frustrated. He was freezing Brunson at the offense and he was just pounding the ball, just pounding, pounding the ball. And some of the guys, some of the role players, they got grenades. A lot of them got grenades that they didn't know know what to do with because he was pounding the ball. He had nothing. Br- he's like tossing it off. Exactly. He's tossing it off for them to get just a quick shot up, just, just you know, a prayer. That's not good offense. Like when Brunson brought them back in the game in that fourth quarter, Brunson went on his heater. Then he finally got the ball. He went on his heater, brought them back. Luca checked in. We ain't score. We ain't score for like four minutes and I'm not saying it's all just Luca because dudes were missing but he the way he was playing definitely contributed to that that's why I didn't want to hear anything about his offense anything I didn't want to hear anything about that he had a horrible game and with this team the identity is defense when you talk about the Mavericks the identity is defense like we talked about the offense struggling 
and people are saying, oh, how are we win winning games? We're winning with defense and the way the scheme is. You can't have like a weak link that's not even trying. The scheme is going to fall apart. We saw that at the beginning of the season too with Luca doing the same shit, not closing out, not doing this, not doing that, not even trying. And if you're, if the OKC can't score, if their offense is, hey, whoever Luca's um, gardening comes to the screen, <laughs> let's let's just get buckets. That's not that can't happen. That can't happen because if what's the what's natural? If if you're a coach and you see somebody on your team is getting hunted every single position and they're scoring on every single position, what are you going to do as a coach? Just in general, what are you going to do? Aren't you going to pull that player? <laughs> Isn't the smart thing to do to pull that player? So if it's your best player doing that, that's a problem because you can't pull your best player. So you're just gonna have to, they're just gonna have to abuse him. And that's just what was gonna, that was happening. That was what was happening. So that was very disappointing. I was very disappointed to see that. Um, but, you know, he took accountability. He said, hey, that's probably my worst defensive game ever. So I'm gonna do better. And next game he did better. He was phenomenal. I mean, granted, I fell asleep because truth be told, the Philly matchups, I always turn them off whenever we play Philly. I just don't like watching Philly play. I don't like Embiid. Um, it's just, I was getting annoyed. The delay annoyed me so much. I was just very annoyed. I was tired. I was like, I will catch this in the morning. And I mean, I don't really regret it, but um, just um, he was phenomenal. I mean, I wish I was there to see the dunks because what? He was po postering a big like Luca did that? But no, he was phenomenal, not just offensively. Offensively, he was doing everything. But, like, defensively, he was making plays. He was contesting. He was where he was supposed to be on rotations. That's what we have. That's what the Mavericks need at the end of the day. When his offense is carrying the team, yes. But, granted, if we think about it in a vacuum, Porzingis is out. And in that game, too, Maxi was out. Granted, Maxi's not giving us any anything crazy offensively anyway. But Porzingis, that's, that's like, what? Was he averaging 19 points? That's like 19 points gone um with Porzingis out um so Luca is gonna have to step up a bit offensively yes in the stretch but a team needs defensive effort so when when he first came back and Luca wasn't playing like all that well offensively he was trying defensively he was everything like what it was like a 22 point triple double I think it was in the first like five-ish games when he came back 22 points and we were still winning why because he was defending the team was defending so this, this season, especially with Jason Kidd as the coach, defense has to be the identity. It's not offense. That's why when everyone was talking about how great he was offensively, I didn't give a damn. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, if he's not trying on defense, we're probably not going to win. And that's there's, just what it is. Yeah. There's two things you, you spoke on that I want to, I guess, expand on. Um, a lot... I, you know, I love Kirk, but he's just kind of anti-Jalen. And other people, like, keep saying, well, Jalen struggles with length. A lot of Jalen struggles with length is looking on passing the fucking ball. And I'm tired. And, like, I watch these games just like, y'all. Like, I heard people talking about Jalen struggles with length, and they posting his stats against Oklahoma City. And I'm just like, yeah, he played with Luke all those games. Even if you go back to the Phoenix games, like, he Jalen didn't handle traps very well, but they're fucking traps. They like they're they're designed to get the ball out of your hand. That's how this works. And when we play Phoenix, I think Jalen averaged like 18 and 8. We didn't get blown out. And I'm just in my mind, then the game he played with Luca, he didn't play as well. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of hard to fucking play with Luca when he don't pass you the ball. And I saw the same bullshit last night in the first quarter because Luka didn't pass him the ball. And also, he didn't do it against fucking Oklahoma City. See, this is another longer team that Jalen is struggling with. I'm like, because Luka don't pass him the fucking ball. And then lo and fucking behold, just like Oklahoma City and just like last night, Luka sits the bench. He gets to run the show and he's fucking cooking. Like, I went and rewatched the Oklahoma City game, and, like, he literally, it was, it was straight floaters and layups. They had, mm -hmm. whoever they threw at him didn't have no, like, they, he, he they had no fucking answers for Jalen Brunson. And Luka got in the game, and fucking Luka didn't pass him the ball no more, didn't let him create. And I, I blame that, actually, on Jason Kidd more so than Luka. You got to, and I like what 
Jason Kidd did last night with the against Philly, where when they called that timeout after Philly, I think they either tied it or got within one, and they ran an action where Jalen got the ball and they and he basically put Seth Curry in the room. I like that. We need that because I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That whole dudes don't want to play with Luca. That's gonna be a thing. That it might all, that might that might already be a thing. If it he continues we to play, we were trying to keep it quiet. No, yeah. we're trying to keep it quiet, but it's a like, thing. Like, like them dudes, they listening. Huh. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, a thing. yeah. Like no one wants to fucking get iced out when you know you can boogie. No one, no one's no. And let's, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. No black player, especially, is coming to sign up to be his sidekick and get blamed when he loses, which all his fan bases does. Uh, we just saw it with OKC, and and it went. No one's coming to sign up to be his fucking sidekick and watch him play hero ball and only get the ball on kickouts and stand in the corner. No one wants to sign up for that shit when you have a dribble package yourself, when you know you can get busy yourself. Um, and some the second thing I want to touch on is where you said, like people because he scored forty against OKC. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I I try to let shit settle before I form strong opinions. I don't even think I tweeted that much about it because it it traumatized me so much as a fan of the Mavericks. Bro, with the game on the line, with crunch time, a good coach, OKC's coach is a good coach. I know they stink because they're tanking, but that dude's a good coach. He, they run good shit. Don't get it twisted. And their primary plan wasn't to attack Jalen Brunson's six foot one ass. It wasn't to attack Maxi or whoever. They said, hey, we're going after 70 fucking seven. I'm involving him in every single action. No, I'm, involving him. action. I'm involving him. I want I'm switch Lou fucking Dort. The coach said, hey, go find him. Not Jalen Brunson. Jay, not Jalen. That's what's so mind blowing to me. They didn't pick Jalen. They picked him. And it worked to lose a close game. Dog, I shit you not. I think he gave up 20 points in the last, if you take the last two to three minutes of the fourth quarter. He did. And you take overtime. I shit you not. Luca got 20 points dropped on his head, directly on his head. And I'm just Which is why he was the reason they lost, which is why that's what I'm saying. People wanted to talk around it. No, that's why they lost. Like the worst, you let the worst offense in the league, especially over this last few seasons, you let the worst offense in the league scheme to get points and it worked. Like, come on. On you. And on that's, you. And, and, yeah. and, and, and I get it. Some of this, I, I'm not going to say some of it. A lot of it is on Jason Kidd because after the first 10 points, hey man, I know it's fucking Lou Dort. I know this, the, the stats say he ain't that good, but dog, he's fucking like, bro, we in overtime because Luke ain't paying attention. Send another, send him some help. I know it stinks and I know they've been shooting the lights out, but it, it just, it gave me Rick Carlisle flashbacks of just leaving somebody on an island to die. And I know it's Luca and, and he should be, be, he should be able to somewhat handle Lou Dort on a, in, in one-on-one, but he couldn't. He didn't. And it wasn't even the thing that bothers me. He made it easy. It wasn't even like Luke Dort wasn't hitting that tough of shots. Like, and when he was getting downhill, he was just, we didn't have a shot blocker. It wasn't like he was mixing Luca up on the switch and then getting to it. It was just basic ass dribble moves at the bucket. Then that, 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 man, that shit bothered me. That shit bothered me. That's, since Luca has been a maverick, I think that game, and it's so crazy because he scored 40 points, but that game like bothered me so much because to me, that's a game. Teams are going to watch that film. Good coaches, good teams, playoff teams are going to watch that film and be like, oh, that's, that's, that's what you got to do. Like he ain't going to pay attention for a layup. Oh, oh yeah. We got, the, oh, he's it's sweet. It's sweet. And that, that scares me because that shit that's independent of talent around him. Does that make sense? Like, if he's that food, I don't care what's around him. I, I feel like 
you can beat us. Yeah. Like that's something that I get what happened in Orlando. I feel, I, I agree. But that OKC game is like, hey, bro, I don't know how, I don't know what your teammates can do about you being an absolute fool one-on-one and you can't stop Luke Dort on a switch. Because there's teams in the playoffs, they have, they, you know, the worst offensive player on the floor is going to be Luke Dort. So what, what are we doing there? Yeah, I that's 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 why I've 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 spoken about the topic, but yeah, we talk around it, but he has to just in general, like he was passing more to Brunson in the Philly game, they're running more actions. And like I said, it's not just on Luca. I think the coaching staff also has to make a concerted effort to kind of, you know, um make sure that these two guys are involved in the offense. But yeah, he has to um definitely adjust his play style a bit like he freezes dudes out the offense it's not just Brunson too sometimes he does do a KP like just freezes him out of offense you can't do that you can't play that way um with dudes you can't play and we see with Harden too a a lot of reports and I know Miles fans hate the comparison but let's be real like just let's be serious (laughs) like really just let's be serious for um, one moment but the reports are coming out granted like I said don't know how true it is but reports are coming out that also his play style like the Nets, like Steve Nash, all of them, they they don't think you know Harden's play style really meshes with what they're trying to do with um the free flow offense. And people, I've seen Nets fans actually, Nets fans say um like in response to that, they say yeah Harden's not playing the way he did like last year when he you know came after the deadline. You know he's motivated, he was being more of a facilitator, all that. He said Harden hasn't really been playing that way um this season. He kind of reverted more to a Houston style, probably because he felt like he had to with um you know Kyrie being out KD being out all that but we're seeing you know Harden he's like what how many yeah I forgot how many years Harden's in the league he's mad years into the league a seasoned vet and questions about his play style are still coming up so I I can't help but think about you know Luca kind of not obviously in the same way but just I'm hoping like we don't have these issues with his like play style either but yeah he has to tweak it definitely and he can do it We've seen him do it. Like we've seen him and Brunson play great together. It's, yeah. it's just a mental thing. I think he just feels like he has to bring them back in the game, or he has to play hero ball to get things going. He it does have to be that way. So I I I would hope. I'm hoping. I have faith in him that he'll adjust. He'll adjust. Yeah. I, one of my one thing is when he was working himself back into shape, and he like his jumper was broke. He was sharing the ball more. Mm-hmm. And now that he got his bounce back and that jumper falling, he like, look, man, Jalen, I love you, buddy, but I'm me. <laughs> and it's it's kind of bothering because, like, Jalen is a rhythm player, too. Like, you can't just ask him to come in and immediately cook. He got to warm up. Um, I noticed his mid-range jumper has been a little broke. Well, it, I take that back. That motherfucker was I, – I literally don't think he had missed a two-pointer until like the last two or three minutes of the OKC game. He was like nine for nine or some shit. So that's back now when he obviously started cooking again uh, last night. But I felt like once Luca had got his jumper falling, he had stopped getting Jalen as involved as, as early in. You know, I've heard it theorized that Luca doesn't respect Jalen or KP and that's why he don't pass him the ball. And I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to, I, I have my questions if he'll pass to anybody when he's cooking, just outside of those, corn, you know, the kickouts. I, mm. I, I don't know if he wants to share with any, I don't, I think, and I understand it. He's 22. He's so goddamn good. I, when it's going, I don't know if I'd want to pass to anybody either, but I know dudes in the league don't, Lee not going to be signing up to maybe get the ball every once in a while. And it's the same thing, like, it's the reason why, um, what's my man? Uh, Kyrie didn't want to play with Brian. I know Kyrie is a special case, but, like, no one's going to want to, if, when you play with LeBron, you either, you never get all the credit if you win because it's LeBron. And if you lose, it's all your fault. It's never LeBron's fault. And I think we're getting a mini version of it because the fan base is essentially, let's be honest, the fan base does it now. 
Lucas Lucas never gets the blame. And people, and even if Luca plays bad, there's this brigade of people. Oh my God, he's Luca. You should never criticize him. This team isn't that good. And it's like, man, miss me with that shit. I got eyes. I watch other basket. And it's always people who honestly I don't really believe watch other basketball teams on a consistent basis. It's just a lot of basketball reference. Luca put up 38 and 8. So there's no way he could have had a flaw game. And that's not how this works, bro. That's not how this works at all. Yeah. But I mean, hey, um, I'm just, I'm intrigued to see what's, what's going to happen at the trade deadline. Right now, I'm, I'm getting in a fight with people about CJ McCollum. Like, I, I come see, on, man. Like, I see you going, you going through it as we speak. I'm like, man, I'm. It's fine. Hey, no, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's do it right here. Let's do it live because I like CJ. I do. Um, I let's state your case for why you're not rocking with CJ, and I'll rebut. I'll, I'll rebut. So here's the thing. I feel I'm not even saying to that I don't want CJ under any circumstances. I'm not even saying that. <laughs> like someone floated the idea. Um. Oh, let's say if it's THJ Maxi and a no, first. That, cut, cut that shit out. They're not trading. First of all, I don't want a first. I, I'm not trading a first. Definitely not. And but the, I said I, I said yes, but why would Portland do that? That's another thing. Like yeah. y'all are thinking about trade. Like you have to think about the trades from both sides. Like a lot of these trades that people float, the other team, there's no way they're doing that. So me saying yes or no to this hypothetical situation, it does not matter because it's not going to happen. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. But even beyond that, like even like I my whole point was um when I originally saw the tweet that said CJ coming here would change the franchise. That's nonsense. Like one, I'm saying if you're keeping, especially if you're not trading Brunson for CJ, if you're keeping Brunson, you you can't start all three of them together, correct? And then if you're saying Oh well, Brunson's gonna be on a bench, or you, or you could then trade Brunson. No. You know, no. if he's gonna come on, bro. Like for, for this, these are lateral moves. These are lateral moves. And if you want to make lateral moves for change, that's fine. But to lie, we're lying and saying that this is going to change your franchise. And I'm hearing people say, well, if we had CJ instead of THJ, we would have beat the Clippers because you know offense was we we would have won on offense alone. Like y'all are being conditioned. This is why um I am urge I'm challenging everyone to be real with certain situations. Y'all are getting conditioned to accept bad things. It's like when um that's why I'm like when Luca doesn't play any defense, don't talk about his offense and saying, Oh, well, his offensive load is so heavy. No, do not be conditioned to accept piss poor effort so you can rationalize it. Y'all are doing that. Well, we could have won on offense alone last year. No. That's not how basketball works. There's two sides of the ball. Stop being conditioned to think that you could, you know, offense, just all offense can win games. And, like, stop it. Stop. Like, no, CJ made Austin Rivers look like Bradley Beal last season. I watched it live. I watched Austin Rivers break CJ's jaw in all of those games. And then right after that, when he got to the second round, Austin Rivers was never heard from again. <laughs> he was never heard from again. Like, that was it. So I'm supposed to believe that he's going to come here and make a huge difference for the Mavericks. Please be serious. Let's be real, please. And it's like I said, it's fine if you want him. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not turning my nose up at CJ and all that, especially given you know the guys we have. I'm not turning my nose up at CJ. Yes, CJ will come and help, but he's not making us that much you know better he's not he is not and he's not taking us to any any level or anything like that so what what am I supposed to be doing with that <laughs> you know what I mean? like come on like I'm just urging people be serious be real let's be real here here's where I, I agree with you like CJ misses a lot of games especially of late um and he's older so like buddy's about to be 31 and I mean, you can you can think a player that is trending the wrong way is going to magically start getting healthy if you want to, but let's you know at that point you're wish casting. So he makes more money than KP. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. He's missed more games than KP the last two years, including this one. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Those aren't things that can be debated. Those aren't 
argument. So therefore, if you are upset with how much KP makes, given the percentage of salary cap he takes up, you can't then want CJ McCollum to be part of this core. Okay. Second, also, like, here's something that I'm concerned about. I do think CJ is better than Jalen, but there's no way Jalen is staying if CJ McCollum is on this team. There's just, you might as well trade Jalen for, you're going to have to trade him for a, a bushel for that mystery box to New York. You get our, our, our pick back next year and maybe you get Mitchell Robinson's bird rights. Maybe, hey, that, that may be something that sounds good to you. Um, I, I just, I don't feel comfortable. I, where I don't, I don't feel comfortable with CJ McCollum being the second best player on my team. Yeah. I just don't. We've seen, I, it. I, We've I just, seen CJ as a number two option. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and the thing is now here's where I'm going to pivot and I guess contradict myself. Yes, we've seen it, but I saw CJ McCollum pack a good team up by himself, independent of Dame. I know CJ oh. can get me a bucket even now, as flawed as he is. Mm-hmm. I know he can get me a fucking bucket against mm-hmm. any team, against any defense. If Luke is on the floor with him, I can throw that bitch to CJ McCollum, and I know that I know he's going to give me a bucket with the money on the line. And the concerns about defense, I hear you, but let's keep it tall here. Let's be honest with ourselves. Nobody thought any of these niggas was going to be playing defense this year either. It could be, it could be coaching. It could be scheme. I don't know. Um, I, I can't call it. So if all these dudes we have that, I mean, dog, Jalen Brunson's six one. He's, I don't think he's the athlete CJ is. And we are, the defense has, has been holding up this season. Maybe if you could get CJ under in this system with, and you get him to play, you know, he probably needed, I'm sure he tired of being blamed for why Dame can't win a chip too. I know that's his man's, but I'm sure he tired of that shit too. You give him a new opportunity, you give him a new lease on life, and maybe he feel a little different because as good as Dame is, the way he bends defense is a little different than Luca does. Does that make sense? Like, I, I actually think CJ would get more would get more clean looks than he does mm-hmm. even playing with Dame. Um, mm, I mean, yes, because I think Luca is a better passer than Dame. So, yeah. um, if they run the right sets when Luca gets blitz, CJ could get like quality, quality looks. That, that's but, but Dame does has gotten double a lot in um Portland and CJ has benefited from that yes right so I mean all the listen offense that's why I'm not that's the thing I'm not pushing back on the prospect of getting CJ like if we got CJ I'm not gonna be upset at that would I like love it probably not but I would hate it like you said for all the reasons you mentioned CJ could get a bucket I'm not pushing back at that but I am just I don't like how it's being framed that this is such a franchise like altering move and that we'd be stupid not to, to to not like it at all like i don't like that it's being framed that way because that is just so not true like i just don't like the exaggeration of it like it's fine if you could want, want cj but be honest you know about what would happen if he comes here he's not changing the franchise bro he's this is cj mccullum bro <laughs> like i'm not even trying to say that to me but like like come on bro what are we talking about what are we really talking about so so let's do this live on air give me a trade uh i know you don't do this so like i'm the nerd with the calculator and dividing people's contracts by 1.25 to match salaries that's that's my job typically of of the pair i know you usually don't get involved with that but what's a what's what is a don't do and what I'm going to do is we're not going to do well if you trade for CJ McCollum you then can trade Jalen Brunson to me that's that's not how this works it's not how this works it's not how this works 
what's the direct trade that you would be comfortable doing for CJ McCollum? Um, CJ McCollum makes a lot of money and mm-hmm. I, I will arm you with the players that we would have to trade. It would have to be Dwight. It would have to be, we. let me be clear. We don't have enough expiring contracts to trade for CJ McCollum. That, that's just math, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even if you do Maxi, even if you do we all the ones I talked about that we could have traded for Norm Powell, they don't add up to enough for CJ. So you're gonna they're gonna have to have money next year, right? So mm-hmm. would you do I don't know Dwight, Maxi? Uh, you're gonna have to throw Josh Green. Josh Green is the only young player I got. We got and you're going to have to also trade Dwight, Maxi, Josh Green, and let's say Trey Burke. That's four players, and I know you like it. Why would they trade four players for one? But then we do have the TP. They got a couple dudes that, let's be honest, as much as I love my son Dennis Smith Jr., he's just there to take up space. If Dennis Smith Jr. is a blazer next year, I'll be surprised. Um, And even if it's not Dennis, they have – three dudes we could just absorb to make this trade happen would you do a trade like that there's no cap keep in mind there's no draft picks you are just taking cj mccombs more than christoph's Porzingis contract off their hands for expiring contracts and josh green would you make that trade no unless i can keep josh green and the reason why i'm saying that is because listen listen i almost said your government name that's how <laughs> wow listen no listen listen why listen to my reasoning why i'd like to keep josh green in this scenario josh green is not untouchable for me by any means hell no however i don't want to give up josh green because i in this particular video because i Feel like the mold of the player that he is he fits next to Luca. and every time I see Josh Green on the court with Luca, especially during the stretch he has looked damn good like he could play next to Luca. like when Luca gets blicks you kick it out to Josh Green he keeps the offense flowing just that mold of player and who he's three and D wing I think it fits next to Luca. I don't want to give up Josh Green for a player that you could kind of question the fit issues like I think Luca and you know um what's his name CJ could play together well offensively, but, you know, you could question the defensive fit. He's old. <laughs> you know, it's not like he's going to grow with Luke or anything like that. So to give up my young guy for a guy that might not even be here in, like, two seasons, um, I don't know about that. If you're talking about, like, a like a even though he's not, I mean, CJ is better than him, but if you're talking like a Jeremy Grant, yes, I would rather give up Josh Green in a Jeremy Grant trade than a CJ trade. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, what that's you're saying. Why. It's just, uh, I would just, if, if I could replace Josh Green with somebody else, I would do that deal. Like, I'll, I'll do that deal. Oof. But if it's Josh Green, and mm, that's where my hesitancy would come from. If it's Josh Green and everybody else, I don't give a damn about anybody else in the, in the trade. So if yeah, you but, could swap out like a, if it's like a Frank, I, fine, but like not Josh Green. Oof, that's, that's a that's a cheap that's a cheap contract bro like for like that's that's another thing that that we don't necessarily have granted we have um chris and frank um especially frank on like a steal of a contract but like we're gonna frank, need frank frank is a steal con- my guy he's a steal you feel confident enough in what his productivity is to say definitively that's a steal of a contract yeah yeah i can say so okay, not not okay. steal yeah, I think it's a for a minimum, minimum with a team option for what he gives us. Yeah, yeah, minimum. He shouldn't be a minimum player. I don't think he's a minimum player. Do I think he's a big time money player? Hell no. But I don't think he's a minimum guy. I think he produces more than a minimum guy. I definitely do. He just doesn't get like the minutes. I think Frank produces more than a minimum guy. Definitely. Yeah, but yeah. um, I, I hear you. That's I, that's how I think of Steel. I don't think he. She's definitely not close to making like double. You know, or eight figures, not close, but he's—I think he's definitely more than like a minimum um, contract player. But um, so I get that, but we still, yeah, we need cheap contracts. We do need cheap contracts, and Josh is a—we don't have to—we don't have to talk about paying him for a, a little bit. 
I could see uh <laughs> I could see CJ being like the Westbrook, the mini version of the Westbrook trade for us if my theoretical, yeah. my theoretical trade went through because you're gonna have to replace Dwight Maxey. Like you can't ask Boban and Chris to like replace their production in the lineup. So you would I guess for the purposes of this exercise. It just, dog, those dudes just, man, I just think CJ, I'm just, I, I go back to CJ in uh, Denver and he sent them boys home and they went to the Western Conference Finals. And I just, I can't get that out of my head. He was unstoppable against in that yeah. series. And it's just yeah. like seared in my brain. And I like dog. I, I just I, Luca hasn't had anybody that he could play with that I feel could do that. And even That's that, true, but and even, even even that was what four years ago now. Hell, what it's exactly that shit was mad long ago. Yeah, like, really I know. know, I know. Mad long ago, like we're saying, we're talking about it like it was just last year. Yeah, last year I, he yeah. was in his jaw crack. <laughs> he was getting he was getting packed up by Compazzo and Austin Rivers, dead ass. Yeah. And now Austin Rivers not even in anybody's rotation right yeah. now. Like, are we serious? You're and right. even so, even so, even four years ago, I'm not downplaying what CJ did because that shit was tough. That was tough. But Jokic wasn't defending a goddamn thing in, in that series. All the guards on um Portland was, was was getting off their game because Jokic wasn't defending a damn thing. <laughs> Those were just easy buckets and that damn drop. Oh my god! But yeah, besides the point, that yes, I just I like I said, I'm not pushing back at the prospect of getting CJ. It's just granted, like you said, it's gonna have to be a lot of work around and all that. That's why I don't think it will happen. I think honestly, I think PJ PJ, I think CJ is going to the Pelicans. Um, I heard they wanted him real bad and they have, I think they have more kind of wiggle room and it makes more sense for them to trade for him than us. But um, like I said, I'm not pushing back at that. I just don't like the line. <laughs> That's what's annoying me. Just, yeah. I don't like the line about I it. Think, uh, we don't have to lie about it. We don't yeah, have to lie. Yeah, and it's it is funny because like the worst ver uh, the worst, because CJ's numbers are down this year and we think that the worst version of CJ is going to magically turn out better than the best version of CJ did for the Blazers. <laughs> Thank you. Like, come on. What are we talking about? I can't <laughs> nod that dude. He packed up Portland. I mean, he packed oh up Denver. God, I can't get it out of my brain. As I was watching, I'm like, dog, Dame is gas. And he is passing it to CJ. And they have no answers for him. No answers. And I'm just like, give me that. Give me that. I need that. I need that so bad. But you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, whew. CJ can play though, SJ. CJ can play. That's why I'm not play. pushing back on it. That's why just the prospect and advice. That's why I'm not pushing back. He could play. He could play, but we don't have to lie about like him coming here, like what it would really mean. We don't have to lie about it. We could say what it is. It, it would probably be a lateral move. That obviously improves the offense, might credit the defense a bit, but it's a lateral move that we might, you know, win a playoff series. Right now, we're we're in a boat that we might win a playoff series. That's, we're in that boat still. He'll keep us in that same, you know, realm of might probably winning a playoff series. That's it. But to say he's a franchise altering, we might go Western Conference Finals. We might do. Come on, stop it. Cut it out. Cut it out. I, I I'll be honest. I haven't seen that. So, uh, but I have, I'm, I'm seeing it right now. <laughs> yeah, okay, you fight for your lives. I, 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 Bro, I, I uh, that, me. that account that okay, I see the tweet you referenced, that account blocked me my first week in Twitter. So, I don't, yeah. I, and this I is an account with like 50,000 like people following. Oh, like, wait a minute, that's the no, that's the one, uh, Mark Stein was, yes, packed up. Packed up. okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like. Like, oh my goodness, people, you know, a lot of people follow that account and they're like repeating what they say and all that. So it's like, this is nuts. This is nuts. But yeah, my bad for derailing the pod with this. But no, like, no, no, no. I don't, I, I mean, it's we're it's the trade deadline episode. This bitch can be two hours. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> like, seriously. 
there's a whole yeah. lot to talk about right now. We are we are in trade rumors for the first time. Like I feel like Donnie, yeah. Nico has connections. Nico works the phones. Like we're not used to that. So uh, we're not as fans in the past when our name came up in something it usually was right before it actually happened. So Nico is, every time our name come up, we think this is shit that's about to shake. So we, people can't handle it. Um, but I do, I guess we can somewhat wrap it up or get into this. What do you actually think is gonna happen this trade deadline for the Mavs? What is your prediction on that? And after you give your prediction for what you think is gonna happen, what do you, SJ basketball numeral eight. What do you want to happen? Okay, so um, what I think is gonna happen. I've been going back and forth because I think you know there's this pressure, you know, and pressure is a hell of a thing. But there's pressure to kind of do something. You know what I mean? Like there's been pressure since the summer. Like, hey, you know, the Mavericks need to do something. You know, get Luca help was like the big you know tagline of the summer. And they opted to run it back, just get, you know, marginal upgrades. Granted, they didn't have a, much of a choice. And, you know, according to reports, they did try. They tried to get Kyle Lowry. They tried, um, who else did they try? There was somebody else they were trying to get, and it didn't work out. But um, I can't remember right now. But they tried to get Kyle Lowry, fell through. You know, so they tried, but, you know, it didn't happen. And now, again, we're at the deadline where, again, the tag is like, oh, yeah, get Luca some more help. And I'm sure they're trying now. But, um. I am still under the belief that we're kind of stuck. Like, I don't see what I think they're going to do. They might, I, I just don't know. I would have said, like, a couple weeks ago, I would have said, like, um, yeah, Tim is the odd man out. I, I won't be surprised to see him trade, but he's injured right now. So I don't even know. And obviously, you can trade injured players, but I don't know who's going to want to want Tim. You know, I don't know who the partner would be in that scenario. So I just think they might do a, um, what I think they might do is something involving the TP. I think the TP gets used. And I'm surprised because there were reports in the off season that they weren't going to use the TP until the following season, the following off season, that they would try to use it in the summer and not in season. But um, I think I think it might be something to do with the TP. I think I think that's what I think they're, they're gonna do. Um, in terms of what I want them to do. Um, I mean, shit, it's, 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 it's hard because, like I said, I acknowledge that they're kind of stuck and don't have many avenues. Um, however, I, I would like them to um, get somebody, get, a, get, get more offensive juice off the bench. That, that's what I, I, I would definitely want because the, the bench, not just the bench, I don't want to single out the bench, but um, I mean, I like the I mean, the starters as is with everyone healthy, it's cool. Um, I don't see any avenues where they can get like major upgrades there. So I, I would say, yeah, you can leave that alone, but you just need another guy in there that can, um, that can do some creating for themselves, especially, or at least run the bench unit. So whether that's, um, you know, Dragic by buyout, and I know Drug is a bit washed. Granted, I, I still think he can play a little bit, but he's he's a bit washed. Um, probably from the last time we saw him, you know, like in the bubble and all that. But um, he he's still somebody that could definitely help. Or like a, I've been talking about him because I I would like to see him on the team. But Kenrich Williams, I really like him. He could do a lot of things, kind of like a Swiss Army knife kind of guy. And that's fine if you could find a role player that's not really great at one thing but could do a lot of different things. That'd be cool too. So um. That's that's what I would like to see. I'm being realistic about this because I know during the summer there are probably more moves to be made. Um, that's why when everyone's saying, "Oh, we're locking ourselves into the team," no, we're not. Well, we're not. <laughs> like, no, we're not, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm to the point where I don't care who you are. If you believe based on reality, not my opinion, but the reality, dog. Eric Bledsoe's been traded three times in the last year. It was, it was the trade from Milwaukee to uh, oh yeah to New Orleans. To New Orleans, he went from New Orleans to somewhere else before he went to the Clippers, didn't he? Or was it just those uh, two? No, I think it was it was just those two. Okay, 
anyway, the point I'm trying to make is Eric Bledsoe has Eric Bledsoe stunk the first year of that deal. It has been traded twice while he signed that four-year deal for about the money that Jalen is about to get. And Jalen, he was injury prone. He, like Eric Bledsoe, there was lots of downside that is not comparable to Jalen when that contract was signed. He's still been moved twice and not just been moved, like used to get, literally used to make a championship team. He was used as the trade ballast to get Drew to Milwaukee. He was then used. I mean, I hate to say it. I don't know. Dog, the Clippers are the favorite next year. Barring oh, yeah. an injury. Like yeah. that shit's a lot. That shit's a wrap. That's everything we thought Brooklyn was gonna be by the by this trade already. Like that ship, that ship has sailed, right? This is yeah. this is why, like, if we're gonna compete with them, like, bro, I don't wanna hear shit about stripping shit down for first round draft picks and other goofy shit. Like, cut it out, cut it the fuck out. Um, anyway, like, I, I just look at it and I, I say, I think we have to, to, what I think we're going to do, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't think we're going to do a whole lot to me to make the vault into contention. You got to turn our expiring contracts and the three draft picks we can trade into stars or players that can be stars and you pay Jalen and you pay Dorian and then that way after you pay them you then use the expiring contracts of Maxi, Dwight, uh, Trey Burke and I think Josh Green has shown enough on film to where a team could be like you know what he has potential however you feel about Josh Green right now I think anybody can agree he's flashed enough to where a team would be like, he can be the sweetener in a trade package. He can't be the the meat of said trade package, but I think him in addition to multiple picks an expiring contract is going to get you a star that's available or really good player. So to me, that's where I'm at as far as how I think we structure, how we get better in the future, but short term, I still think we need a big. I think we're in desperate need of a big. So I'm trading. I, I don't know. My plan up until yesterday was, dude, uh, I know you said Ibaka was washed. I don't know, fam. He ain't looking washed. Yeah, Wong, yeah, Wong good game. No, oh he didn't. It is not it, it is no. They're, they're, we, we now up to about four or five of them in the last two weeks. And I'm like, Ooh, four or five. Oh, he's a goodness. vet. He came back from back surgery. Like, dog. Bro, he, hooping, he hooping right at a trade deadline. That's not suspicious to you. Come on. We've seen, bro, Karis LeVert is a trade deadline all star, bro. He does this every trade deadline, bro. Karis LeVert. You think Serge Ibaka want to leave LA? You think that's no, his plan? I don't think he wants to leave, but he knows he's probably in the trade talk. So if, if he knows if he's hooping, he could probably get a say with where he wants to go. Other than that, he's probably going to Oklahoma City. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> hey, low key, you, hey, yeah. hey, you are a thousand percent right. Because he, because the thing is. is, you're right, you're right about that. But I, I, my plan was to trade the TPE for him. But nah. talk I finesse, mean, finesse Drogic into the, on the off the buyout, but. If they now, want that, just sure. If you know, fine, whatever. Um, if I wouldn't be mad at that. Like I said, yeah, I, but I don't. I don't even. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think mm-hmm. they're gonna keep him because their owner don't care about money. Yeah. Like, I, and he's actually been like, dog. They play him. He's been playing. They're going to try to give. They're going to try to make the playoffs this year. They're not going to trade anybody to save money. They're going to try to win right here, right now. And Abaka's been productive for him. I, I, every idea I had, I was like, dog, he balling. They stink. Uh, well, they don't stink, but they're just the AC. PG not going to come back. Kawhi not going to come back. Then they do this trade. It's like, dog, I set this shit on fire. But anyway, moving off that, I would say, I think Kemba, to me, we you want offense. You want somebody that can get you a bucket. Kemba can still somewhat get you that. And I think bro, Kemba's he- knees are about to fall apart, bro. 
Yeah, but he, he that's because fucking uh, your, your man's playing like 33 minutes a night where he don't play him at all. We Not even. But he's been, he, he played, he's been in the rotation the last couple games. And he, he went like eight straight quarters scoreless, bro. Eight straight quarters scoreless. He's cooked. He's cooked. Even at the, um, when, I mean, granted, I don't, like, I just, he's, Kemba's okay. But even when I went to the Christmas game, like, he was, like, hooping for the, he got that little Rondo triple-double. And he was, like, hooping for the first quarter. Yeah. But he was really cooked the rest of the game. He was a brick. Like I was really there, and it was like cool. Like for the whole triple double, and everyone it was excited. But he was low key a brick for the rest of the game. Like he's done. I, I mean, granted, if I, I don't know, Kemba's done. I'm afraid of Kemba again. Kemba, he, he he's done. He don't got much left. He, yeah, I ain't lie to you. Now that I actually looked at it, because I stopped paying him attention. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I remember, I just remember wanting him, and then everyone told me he was cooked at any one player of the week. And now I'm actually looking at it. It's like, hey, man, this gentleman is out the, is almost out the league. Yeah, he's that bad. Like, he had that good, yeah, when he got back in the you know what? He was hey, for that hey, one week. Hey, hey, SJ, you're right. You're right. I don't know who we're going to get. I only think other. The only other player I would say we shoot for is Justin Holiday, and uh, shoot for one of the uh, shoot for Trez. I take Justin Holiday, the one in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Who's it? Who's in? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that's Justin. Justin's in Indiana. Yeah, Aaron okay. is in um, Washington. Okay, the one in Indiana. Let me go get the one. I in take them too. Yeah, let yeah. me go get the one in Indiana. Let me get Trez. We can, uh, I'm going to just, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think we could cobble together the, the Frank, the, uh, it would, it would take some work, but we could cobble together enough matching salary to get trans. Cause I don't think they really, I don't know, bro. It's funny. Cause I, I say they don't want him, but I, he played well, but I really think he, that's that trade deadline shit. They trying to feature him so somebody can come take him off their hands. Because uh, he low-key balled out against Embiid two, what, three nights ago now. So we'll see. Who? Wait, uh, how? No, Montrez. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, him and KCP was, was fucking um, fighting. What is it, KCP? They were fighting. Yeah, they literally, the, um, I think, fought on the court after the game was over. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's... I, I just feel like the Wizards, them especially, they need to come up off some of those pieces because, like, y'all are in purgatory. Y'all think y'all not going nowhere. Y'all at the plane. Y'all probably not getting back in the plane. <laughs> like, come off of some of those pieces. So, yeah, I, I think, I mean, the reports that they were looking to move Trez anyway. Um, He's expiring, right? Yeah, he's. I, I believe he's expiring. So, um, yeah, he, I, I, I predict definitely Trez would definitely get moved. Um, He's a good regular season player you know playoffs is where you could you know talk about things but for the regular season if you're just looking for good um good energy at your backup big spot yeah and and my thing is in our current situation we need bodies like that's the other part of this goofy shit with trading dorian and Jalen for just graphics like that we actually need like maxi's hurt um Mm -hmm. kp's hurt Mm -hmm. uh tim is hurt sterling's hurt sterling's Sterling's hurt hurt. like we need bodies right now yep so like at some point (sighs) you know that's that's what i'm saying there's so many factors it's like things like that there's so many factors that we're not thinking about so it would yes it would be stupid if we traded four guys for cj mccullum right now when we're hurt yes it would be stupid to do so you know what I mean? Like in the current moment, I, I'm just saying there's just a lot that factors in with trades and goes on with trades. We're just thinking about it in as a fan's perspective. And that's fine because we are fans, but we can't use our perspective and, and frame it as the truth and frame it as what's real. We can't do that. And I've been trying to have more perspective. That's why it looks like I'm pushing back at everything, but it's, it's not. I'm just trying to have perspective well, from all angles. You know what I mean? From all angles. It's just, you know, we could look at it as fans and talk about, you know, things in a fan's perspective. Like I said, that's fine, but as long as we're not framing that as reality. 
Yeah, no, and that's, that's what I want to leave everyone with. Yeah, and, and that's what yeah, I want to leave everyone with. You're, you're right. Now, I I kind of hit that, and I know I I know I come off as a know-it-all all the time. I know I do. I know I'm a. I think I'm a. Yeah, I don't want to be condescending. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to come off as that. I don't want to. I promise yeah. it though. But at the same time, there's reality. <laughs> it's like you can't dodge. Yeah. What, you can't dodge what has happened in real life. And I, I, I say this: if this is your first time listening to us, or this is you've heard this before, anytime I have a strong opinion on something. Like my Dennis Smith Jr. love, that's based in being a fan. I know it's irrational, and I tell y'all it's irrational. Same thing for Dorian, and even that, I'm like, I don't know. He can turn to a pumpkin. I, you might be able to talk me into trading him. Just to keep it real with y'all, y'all know we love Dorian, but at the same time, I say all of that when we're talking about big, massive changes to the Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to always go back to a team that actually won something, a team that actually was successful, and I'm going to reverse engineer their moves and compare them to the shit we got going on. And when y'all propose things that have never worked out, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it loudly. And sometimes I come off as an asshole when it's said, but reality is reality what has happened is what has happened and you're not going to tell me you thought of some roster building strategy that no team in the nba has ever followed and tell me that this is what we should do and tell me like you're right when literally no 30 no none of the 30 nba teams it has actually worked for like you as we're all fans here but like, dog, we got to at least base this shit in reality somewhat. That, that's all yeah. I'm going to say. Like, when you when you propose a trade or you propose something that you think the team should do, be like, okay, when has a good team done something like this and it worked out? When has a team at the stage of, of our stage in the journey done something like this and it actually worked out? Not, there's teams that do shit all the time, but that don't mean that shit worked out. You know, and uh, the examples I go back to, I remember we all sat here, myself included, looked at Atlanta last year and was like, Atlanta, they did such a great job. And them niggas had won eight out of nine to get to the 10th seed. Like, bro, call me when, let's look at Milwaukee. To me, that's the template we should be looking for for roster building. They didn't dump players for assets. They traded every draft pick that wasn't held down, that wasn't nailed down, and they they traded for players. They didn't go backwards once Giannis was that guy. And I don't understand why people, when we have a somewhat similar situation, you want to go backwards with our roster. And I'll also say, I don't think the players that we have are as good as the front office publicly says they are. With that being said, they're not as bad as y'all make them out to be. Um, then they just ain't. I watch players of you watch the league. There are teams that have more talent, but y'all be talking about Dorian Finney-Smith just because of where they were drafted and Jalen Brunson just because of where they were drafted as if it's as if it's easy just to go get niggas like that. Willy yeah, Willy. That, yeah. that that shit is not only it's disrespectful to them in my opinion it's just not true it's just not true like i look at the example i use when it comes to Jalen. we all myself included cringed that we didn't go pay bogdan bogdanovich the money that Jalen wants and Jalen's fucking better than him he's been better yeah. than him every year Jalen's better than him full stop he's better than him right now he's better than him when he first signed the deal so why the fuck were we crying that we didn't go sign Bogdan Bogdanovich, but we got to dump Jalen Brunson for a fucking mystery platter for a and fucking mystery box of an asset? About Buddy Hill too, too. I mean, yeah, granted the situation is different. We got to take context into the situation, but Tim had been on par with what Buddy was doing, yeah. and we were mad we didn't get Buddy either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you're you're right. You're you're right. Uh, thank you, buddy. My son just told me we're doing a good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. Uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at. And I just think players want different players just because they're different players and they don't really watch, especially a team like Sacramento. Don't lie, you ain't watching Sacramento on a night in and night out <laughs> basis. Let, let's 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 cut the shit. Um, but. That's it, man. You got anything else you want to touch on? I think we've, I think I've got all my grievances with the fans oh, yeah. off my chest. Uh, in yeah, this I, pod. Don't, I don't even know how long. When did we start this? Uh, Probably two hours ago, but I mean, yeah, yeah, we could probably talk about splitting it up to if this, that's an option. That we yeah, to. cool. Yeah, this might be a two parter. Um, yeah. Because we, we did a lot. But anyway, I would just say this, I, y'all, we, you, I, I know this stinks, especially after that trade that happened yesterday, because I was right there with y'all. I was, I was pissed. I'm still mad, just to keep it real with you. Um, but we got to be patient. Um, but I'll tell you this, SJ, I love you, you my, my homie. I love you to death. But boy, I tell you, if they do go into next season, I'm not even going to say going to next season. If July, when can free agents, when does free agency start? July 1st? Fam, if this team is exactly the same, dog, they're going to call the police on me. I'm giving, oh, them, yeah. a, I mean, I'm giving them a pass somewhat because this trade deadline is weird and they don't really have assets They're in a unique spot. But if they dead ass going, if if it's just no trade, they ain't made no big trade. Uh, no, nah, draft night. There we go. Draft night. Draft night is where I'm going to be ready to burn some shit down because I'm not even going to get into free agency. I'm going to draft night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. People probably going to take this at, um, take this as me being like a front office like supporter or whatever y'all know me in the front office y'all know <laughs> y'all know my issues though but yeah no definitely this is not me just trying or you know advocating for them to go to patient route does not mean yeah i want to see the same team back here <laughs> you know next yeah. definitely yeah definitely yeah, and, and, and that's my whole definitely thing not. I, that, that's where i'm at if Dog, if if the 2022 draft pick is actually used on a player and not traded, like it's used on a dude that's in college or the G League right now and not mm-hmm. turned into a actual NBA player that has experience and is proven good, I'll probably start losing my shit that night and then it's just going to cascade into free agency. I, I'm just going to keep it tall with y'all. I don't even know if this pot, I don't want to talk, I'm not going to, like I said, this whole talk about uh, salary cap and paying into the tax for a team that might lose in the first round or whatever, if they don't pay into the tax next year and they just run this team back, I don't think this pot is going to exist because I'm not, I'm, I'm go- I'm not going to give this basketball team the, my time mm-hmm. or my money or my attention if they do this again. I'll somewhat give them a little pass as a trade deadline because I, it's hard to make big trades as a trade deadline. But I'm just not doing it if we do run it back. I'll save all my fire and anger that I know the fan base has right now, especially after we saw what, you know, what happened yesterday. But I'm with y'all. I understand. I just don't my, – my only thing, I want y'all to be patient. I want y'all to just – hey, you ain't got to believe me. You ain't, hey, I'm just some dude on the internet to y'all. Just go back and look at teams that actually won championships. See how they built their teams. See how they got it. Not teams that made cool transactions and then had a cute run for one year and then fell off again. I'm talking about teams that won it. Go look at how they did it. They didn't tear it down while their star was under contract. They didn't trade their good players for assets and hoped and prayed. They might have traded they role players directly into good players and made them better, but it, it never was, we'll trade this guy for a first-round pick, and then oh, maybe we can use that first-round pick. For, no, it's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. And I will also say that mentality is why Seth Curry plays for the 76ers. 
And that mentality is why Harrison Barnes was given away for a bag of basketballs and nothing. Cap space that wasn't even used. That's all I got. I thank y'all for listening. This is another episode of 21 Going On 77. Joined again by my illustrious co-host, the brains of the operation, A. Lowkey. I don't think we're going to grow our listenership if we keep antagonizing our, our listeners. But y'all gonna <laughs> get it. <laughs> tough love. They just listen. If you but, don't, if you can't hear real about you, then I don't know who you are as a person. No, nah, but uh, even if y'all disagree, um, yeah, we, we thank y'all for listening. Basketball. It's just yeah. basketball. It's just our opinion. Thank y'all for listening, and we will holler at y'all later. Peace. <laughs>